Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Good morning, Vietnam! Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Mara, the meatloaf! You see what happens, Larry? How to get burned! How to get burned! How to get burned! They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. I am loving this. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Come with me if you want to live. Gentlemen, you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now, here's your hosts, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny! Hey there, moviegoers. You're listening to Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky and Colin. (laughs) A whole new episode where we talk about a movie we saw. No one will ever know when we put out this episode. Because we record them two weeks early. <laughs> Summer Cram 19. <laughs> Summer Cram 2019. I believe it. Is. <laughs> I was doing Jasmine. <laughs> Already, this is my favorite episode we've ever done. You've never seen the words. I believe it. I can talk to a tiger. <laughs> oh geez well we're back everybody welcome to another episode where uh we're gonna sing for most of it so get ready for that because we are talking aladdin we were I don't, were we looking forward to this movie <laughs> <laughs> um you know what i kind of was aladdin is one of my favorite like original animated disney movies so i was really hoping Hoping for, uh, you know, something great. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see when we get into the uh, the review, just how we feel. But I actually, I can't remember if we said this on the Dumbo episode or if we said it on a Lost episode. Oh. Because no. I, I think we talked about these remakes um, when we did our Grinch episode that never saw the light of day. Oh, yeah. But, but I think we did talk about it on Dumbo, too. Yeah. But I remember that you you had told me like a long time ago that... Like out of all these Disney remakes, you wanted to see an Aladdin one because you yeah. thought Aladdin could be done the coolest with CGI and and it's mainly you know human characters even in the animated one like really driving it M- minus the genie but even the genie is like mo- humanoid hum- yeah yeah it's it's not a I mean there is a talking parrot in the movie <laughs> but the monkey and the tiger don't talk no they don't yeah I mean and the parrot. Makes some sense. Parrots you know, can talk. You can, you know. I mean, they don't just form their own ideas and talk. They just repeat sounds that they've heard. But whatever, man. What? We'll, we'll get into <laughs> all of that. We'll get into all of that. But man, yeah, another episode in our Summer, Summer Cram, Cram 2019. I'm going to try not to do that every time. But yeah, man. Are we actually putting music there? No. <laughs> no, I thought we got music. That's why I was like. <laughs> no, man. No, I think I think we do it. Good enough. Oh, okay. We don't need any assistance. I think the listeners enjoy it too. Hopefully, otherwise they're just like these guys are fucking stupid. I mean, uh, we're like three minutes in, and this you hear is that pretty new stupid. Summer Cram 2019 theme that they play every time they say it. That song slaps, bro. <laughs> Actually, taught Logan to say that that, that slaps. That slaps. I yeah. like that thing. Uh, what was it? We were watching Community. On, okay. And I know it's a TV show, and this is a movie podcast, but hear me out. The theme song comes in hot every time because for some reason, like these TV shows just can't figure out how to like flesh out their like audio. The scene will be going like doop doop doo. <laughs> like the theme song comes in so loud. So every time he like picks up and he starts like bobbing around, I'm like, You like that song? He's like, Yeah, I'm like, say that song slaps, bro. He goes, Slaps, bro. <laughs> I'm like, that's dope. My kid's dope. That is awesome. But man, Colin. We got a lot of got a lot of these remakes coming. They're coming in hot. They are coming in hot. They're one after another. There was there was some spacing out. I think we did talk about that on the Dumbo episode where like, you know, they were taking like maybe one a year, but now they are a plenty. We just had Dumbo. We've had I think four or five in the last uh two years, like two and a half years. Do we need them? No. 
Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we said that in the Dumbo episode. I don't. I don't think we do. If you go back to 2010 and start with Alice in Wonderland, yeah. I don't even know if that really counts. But if you start with Alice in Wonderland, you have eight in the last nine years. Crazy. I'm, but, wait, I'm waiting for when they all join forces together to stop Loki from invading New York with the Chitauri. <laughs> I want to know who would do what. Um, who would go into space? I think Simba would be our Black Panther. Okay. I, think, I know he's not in the first Avengers. Who would go into space? Yeah, who'd go into space? Would that be Genie? You know, spoiler alert. I don't think he can anymore. Spoiler alert. Because <laughs> he dies. No, that doesn't happen. No. I went and saw this with Brianna. I asked her after the movie if they were to do a, a Return of Jafar or a... You um, can't. Why? You can't. You just have to retcon it. I think they just don't show him doing anything at the mo- end of the movie, but I think he's supposed to be able to have powers still. Mm, I don't know, man. Well, he, he gave his family a shitty boat. That's true. He did give his family a shitty boat. I don't know, man. We'll we'll get into it. That's real deep. We're doing this whole episode backwards. We're going to start with the tomato, tomato, our grades, the end of the movie. <laughs> we'll work our way all the way up to the intro. Just kidding. We're not doing that. What we are going to do is, you know, when I was coming in, the, it's it's raining right now while we're recording this. The weather sucks right now. It, it does. And we're in Africa. So I was out there just blessing the rains down in Africa. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> I saw a movie the other day. This whole podcast is going to be a, a musical. It's a musical podcast. But, you know, I was out there blessing the rains, and these fucking gazelles started running by. And I was just like, let me hop on the back of this gazelle because I've done some research. I've, you know, opened up a few Nat Geos in the day, not just the ones with the tribal women with their, their boobies out. Okay. But the ones with like the animals and you learn some stuff. Gazelles mm-hmm. are really fast. Mm-hmm. So here I am. I'm thinking, I'm like, what a good way to get around and get to places that I want to go to. And there's only one place I want to go to right now. So I hopped on the back of this gazelle, slapped him on the ass, and I'm like, take me all the way to the trailer park. <laughs> Is a gazelle the animal that stampedes over uh, Mufasa? I think so. It's probably not. So you're probably going to be in the stampede in the, in the new one? I Yeah, I actually voiced one of the hooves. <laughs> not even a full gazelle. I'm one hoof. I was just going to say, in the in the episode, or in the the or movie, in that scene, the gazelles are just going to be going by, and then just real quick, like a, you're going to just be, it's going to be me riding, riding on it. <laughs> not <even. laughs> I'm not voicing a gazelle. I am just running with the gazelle. Gazelles, yeah, exactly. I'm like, this vacation's amazing. <laughs> and I'm like running and I like kind of trip up a little bit. I'm like, I think I stepped on a lion. <laughs> There's blood on my oh, shoes. <laughs> I want to see the creative vision for the the side story about how you stumble into Mufasa's death. Well, I was actually a background actor on Ernest Goes to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> and I, they just left me there like they they packed up the crew and everything and they broke down the sets and they all flew home and i was like wait you forgot about me so i've just been running in the wild this whole time yeah but the reason the reason we're talking about it is we're gonna do the lion king in our trailer park <laughs> if you guys haven't figured <laughs> it out we got another live action quotation marks yeah make it's I, yeah this is, it a, looks this is weird real. yeah it looks it's funny that it's live action but none of it's real <laughs> yeah it's is it a hundred percent cg i think so i it, probably most of it is man i guess filming on this movie must have been a breeze <laughs> they just did it all didn't yeah guess what everybody you could wear sweatpants to work this month he's <laughs> <laughs> just coming speaking to a microphone maybe they mocap stuff i'm not sure what would you mocap you think you think fucking Beyonce is going to crawl around on all fours like a lion? They just got Andy Serkis I, to come in and <laughs> just be everybody. Be everybody. Do you think Whoopi is going to be one of the... Because uh, the weird thing about this movie, a lot of people from the original are still alive. Yeah. You have Cheech Marin be one of the hyenas and Whoopi Goldberg be another hyena. I wonder if they're coming back because that would be cool. Wait, is Whoopi Goldberg actually a hyena? In the first one. Oh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Whoopi, Cheech, and... Don't know who the third one is, honestly. Okay. Well, I'm almost positive she's not in this, but I think they've like, because there's a few people that I'm not, because being completely honest, I don't know the Lion King like front to back the way I do some of the other Disney movies. I really like it. But if you were to ask me like the names of all the characters, I probably couldn't tell you. I know Scar, Mufasa, Simba, Nala, Zazu, Rafiki. Yeah, Zazu. Rafiki. 
Puma, Timon, yeah. Pumba. Did I say Puma? Yeah. Pumba. Great clothing company. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, I get confused because Pumba's wearing a pair of Pumas throughout the whole movie. That's sick. Yeah, he's, he's trying to work off his summer bod, or work up to his summer bod. He's got a little bit of baby fat because, you know, Warthog and all that. Because, like, Eric Andre's in this movie. He's, yeah. He's Azizi. I have no idea who that, what character that is. Um, Is that one of the hyenas? It might be. Who's a He would make sense as a hyena. Keegan Michael Key is uh Kamari. Kamari. He's like the Kamari method. He's like a he's like a hyena folding clothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I have no idea who like a lot of these characters oh, are. Oh, I think Kamari is like fried squid or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I get that sometimes. But yeah, no, I don't know who all the characters are. I don't really know. A lot of who is voicing? Oh, I I shouldn't say that. I've I've looked at the cast, but like they got I don't, a pretty strong cast. It is it is a really good cast. I just don't know a lot of the characters that they're voicing. Like like I just said, those two people there. I don't know who they are. That being said, I'm actually looking forward to this. A little, yeah, a little spoiler for I, how I feel about it, but I am looking forward to this. I think out of all of the Disney remakes, this has the best cast. Yeah, I think so. I mean, and it's it, one of the most beloved Disney movies of all time. Yeah, and based on the trailers, and I'll get to it in the like in a bit i think they're doing this very faithful to the source material yeah and i said on the dumbo episode i feel like you either need to like be really faithful to the source material and knock it out of the park or you need to bring something fresh and new and like do a spin on it so i don't think anybody wants a spin on this i don't think so either but like maleficent was a spin on sleeping beauty yeah whereas like beauty and the beast yeah, they tried to do it very close to the source material, or at least closer. They just added like a few things here and there. Mm-hmm. But then when you do that and it's not as good, you get into the territory of like, why are you making this? You're not bringing anything new to the table. You're just making a worse version of something that was great. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So like this though, this looks like they're doing it like beat for beat, and that might be cool. It's tough territory for anybody to try and tread in because these these movies are classics. And they're all a part of so many people's childhood. It transcends over the course of like multiple generations. Like my son will watch these movies and has watched these movies. And by now, like a lot of these are like 30 years old. So it's like you have that nostalgia crowd who remembers what it was. And then you even have like the kids who like, all right, stop bringing your kids to these movies. These live action remakes are not for kids. I'm saying it now. We learned our lesson with Dumbo. We'll talk about it in Aladdin. But do I want to watch a real, seemingly real lion die? Because that's deeply sad in the cartoon. (laughs) Now you're going to make it look like a real life cat. Because that's all their other giant cats. Mm -hmm. So now here's this giant cat and we're all going to watch him die. I hope they go really gory with it too. There's like brain matter and like blood like spilling out on the rocks and it gets on Simba's paws and he's like, no! <laughs> I hate cats, so I'm all for this. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, do you want to you want to start this trailer? Yeah, let's go for it. I think this is the second trailer, right? Because the first one is pretty basic, but this one actually goes pretty in depth, right? Yeah, this is the second one. Here we go. Life's not fair, is it, my little friend? While some are born to feast, See, right away, others spend their I mean, they lives look good. The they do look good. Look, luckily, they're not making this movie with Pokemon, Begging so. They look like fur. Yeah, the fur, the fur, fur helps. Everything you see. James Earl Jones. Yep. together in a delicate balance. Yeah, I'm glad that they at least kept him because that's an iconic voice. It is, yeah. While others oh, I didn't realize it's the same director from The Jungle Book, too. Which is good because ju- The Jungle Book is one of the better... I wouldn't even say it's arguable. It is the best remake so far. Okay. There's some things in that movie that I'm not super crazy about, but yeah, probably is the best right now. So, like, this year is kind of what I'm talking about. Like, they're just straight up doing shot for shot of iconic scenes and stuff. So, I hope that, you know, they're just like, we're going to update this. It's the same story. We're doing it to a T, but it's going to look really great. The music's kind of getting me pumped. I'm like, because, again, super iconic. In the circle of life. This really does look like almost shot for shot. Donald Glover. Seth Rogen. John Oliver. Yep. 
It's awesome. So fun, funny thing I heard like in an interview, Seth Rogen is talking and they're just like, oh, so like you actually had to sing for this? And he's like, yeah, it was like super intimidating and everything because I'm here and I'm singing. And then like three feet away from me is Donald Glover, who's an amazing singer. And usually if I'm in a situation where there's somebody super talented, I can go, well, at least I'm at least I know I'm funnier than that person. But I don't think I am. <laughs> he's he's better looking than me. He's a better singer than me. He's probably funnier than me. <laughs> <laughs> or at least as funny as me. He's like, I got nothing on this guy. He's, it was super intimidating. He said basically the same thing about Charlize Theron when he was doing long shots. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, man, like you're you're better than you think you are, Seth. Yeah. Don't be so hard on yourself. But yeah, this doesn't look bad at all. Like I honestly can't pick out anything in this where I'm just like, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I like, I can't be negative on this. It looks cool. Like I'm definitely gonna see it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Like I said, I, they're doing a lot of like just straight up remakes of shots. I think they're going to be very faithful to the source material. So I can't, I can't see this being bad. Yeah. There's a few of these movies and even Aladdin after the trailers came out, you kind of got a feeling like, Ooh, this might not be great. Dumbo, you you know, you you, could already see some of the cracks. Yeah. This, this, I, I have full faith that this is going to be enjoyable, which is almost could be a bad thing. (laughs) Really let me down. Yeah. Please don't let me down. The only thing that, for me that I could see as being a little bit of a negative, and I don't really think this is, I don't know if this is a negative in terms of the choices that the directors made or in like changing things around. I think it's just a result of making it a live action quote unquote movie Yeah, is now like in the animated movie, all the characters look distinctly different. Yeah. Now they all look like real animals, so it's hard to really tell them all apart. I think when they're talking and stuff, it's not going to matter. But at least in the trailer where it's just the music, there's times where I'm like, okay, who's that? Who is that? Is that? Um, I almost said Jafar. Is that Mufasa <laughs> or is that uh, Scar? Like, yeah. Well, I think Scar looks distinctly different from the rest of them. He looks almost kind of like he's got like G. A, he's got he's got a chunk missing out of his ear. Do you notice that? Yeah. Well, he's got a scar too. Yeah. Makes but, sense. Uh, but he he looks very different in the in the you know the animated one. He's got. He's like fully different color. He has yeah. like a black mane and he's got more of like a dark brown, whereas M- Mufasa is like orange with like a red mane. Yeah. I don't know. Like that's the really the only thing though. And I like honestly, the look of the elephant graveyard, right? That's like the first shot of the trailer. Mm-hmm. That's another thing is like if you look at some of the like geography and like the background on that, is that animated? Because it looks really good and it looks real. Like maybe they did just take some kind of like drone shots of like some of the terrain of Africa and they're superimposing these animals into it. Like, I really want to know more about the way that they... They made this? Yeah, put yeah. it together. Because I don't know if I should say shot it or animated it or what. Because some of this stuff, I'm like, there's no way that's, that's computer graphics. Like, it just looks too good. Yeah. That's like a shot like this. I wouldn't be surprised if they went out and filmed. And that's why I wouldn't be surprised if they mo-capped a little bit for it. But yeah, man. I mean, this has to have a huge budget on it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and like... I yeah, I'm also really interested in it because a lot of these I I think Rafiki looks animated, a little questionable. Yeah, but like all the lions and stuff, they're I mean, fucking great. Crazy, yeah. Yeah. It it's kind of incredible like how they're pulling it off. And something something cool that I noticed about Simba is just by looking at him, I can tell he's going to be a mighty king, so enemies should beware. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just can't wait for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, everybody look left. <laughs> All right, that was it. Okay. Now everybody look right. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I I feel like we should be prepared. <laughs> We're still going? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I, don't, I do not understand. This is how I talk. Come yeah. on. Yeah, oh. I'm, I'm excited for it. I don't really have many nitpicks. I think it looks way more promising than most of these movies. Yeah, I don't have anything really negative to say. It's all positive. Like, I... Can really feel the love tonight. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, let's get out of the jungle, the mighty jungle. The lion queefs tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we're not following Nala. We're following Simba, right? Oh, sorry. You think Nala queefs? You know what? We'll put up a poll on Instagram. We'll just find fan fiction. <laughs> I'm sure it's out there. I don't want it. I don't even want to joke about it. Please, nobody send us anything like that. I don't want anything to do with it. But yeah, you uh yeah, I think we both feel good about this one. I think this one has the best chance out of all of them to really like blow people away. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm and, and, I'm actually looking forward to this. Yeah, and like I said, John Favreau did a great job with the Jungle Book. Oh, this is John Favreau too. Yeah. Well, he made Iron Man, so everyone else can suck a butt. This is gonna be awesome. <laughs> That's the only reason. <laughs> yeah. He's uh he's done like a lot of really good shit with directing, but I feel like recently the Jungle Book was great. I mean, he's he's really good in Avengers, even though he's like you know not really in it that much but he, yeah. hit, he hit you in the feels with what he did have yeah he's he's a great guy got yeah. a lot of respect for him and he does good work so yeah now i'm even more excited mm-hmm. yeah great it also helps that you know the jungle book came out and i feel like a lot of people when they found out that the jungle book was going to be live action they were kind of like oh man like the bare necessities in live action like yeah. that's gonna be dumb and then it was really good so you he already has that track record to make something out of this yeah and i, I don't know i think there's like the clout behind it and people know that he can pull it off and i don't know i heard just... he's having christopher walken come in and actually do all the music for this one really yeah because after that performance in jungle book like, he comes back i'm gonna be a mighty king <laughs> so enemies beware 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 <laughs> beware, beware. <laughs> like a little kid <laughs> also enemies beware, beware. <laughs> all right we gotta stop this we gotta stop this let's Let's get the let's get the fuck out of this trailer park. It's all these dead lines in the dirt here. <laughs> Before we get into it, I mentioned all the other Disney movies and the remakes yeah. and stuff like that. I did a little 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 number crunching. Cool. I did some crunching before I got here. Hey, you look ripped. <laughs> yeah. No, I meant I I bought a Kit Kat and I <laughs> I ate it in my car before I came inside. It was very crunchy. I damn it. <laughs> I was curious how they're doing because I looked up the tomato tomato on this movie and it got me it got me thinking it got the, got the juices flowing mm-hmm. and I just I had I had to look into it so uh, I looked up the tomatoes and the tomatoes for all the movies Ooh, so cool. far I'm not going to tell you Aladdin's score I'll tell you yeah, all the we'll other save ones that. save that yeah. for the end if you count Alice in Wonderland there's eight of these Alice in Wonderland Maleficent Cinderella The Jungle Book Beauty and the Beast Christopher Robin Dumbo and then Aladdin Christopher Robin I didn't put Alice through the looking glass cuz like doesn't count Yeah it doesn't count Non-canon It is yeah it's non-canon So Alice in Wonderland the original had mm-hmm. an 80% critic score the new one 51% <laughs> it's Yeah like, yeah yeah like a 30 30% drop off um, That sounds right though Maleficent to Sleeping Beauty 90 to 54 So like yeah that's that's a big drop Cinderella. So those are both rotten. Yeah, they're both rotten. Cinderella, the original is 97. The new one is 84. So the new one did, did well. Still, it's not. I didn't even remember them making that one. Yeah, Lily James plays uh, Cinderella. Yeah, I didn't see it. I don't even remember seeing advertisements for it. It flew completely under the radar for me. Damn. Jungle Book. The original has a lower score than the new one, actually. Really? Yeah. 87 to 95. So Whoa! they killed it on the, on the new That's one. That's beefy. Yeah. Good job, that's John. The, that is the only one that's got a better score than the original. That's really good. 95, that's what Avengers Endgame is sitting at. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast, original, 94. The old one, 71. Pretty big drop off there. Yeah. Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin. Now, I took a I took a Winnie the Pooh movie. Yeah. And then just compared it against that just because I needed something. So that might not be completely accurate. But 91 to 72. Yeah. 91 original. Dumbo, 98% original, 47% the new one. Feel that. Yeah, and then I'm not going to tell you what is Aladdin that, is. I feel like that's lower than when we did the episode, too. It is, it is lower. Keeps dropping. Yeah, but I, I uh, average it. These remakes, they average 66%. I mean, it's not great, but it's... <laughs> it's uh, not it's, great. You're not, you're skimming yeah. past a, a, you know... You're just making You're it. just getting a passing grade. The originals, they are averaging almost 92%. So... Yeah, yeah that's... But I wonder how much of that is the nostalgia that we have because we saw these as kids. No, you know what? I take it back immediately. They're better movies. They are. I actually I did the tomatoes They're on it too. I, I did the audience score because I was like wondering if people like just didn't care or whatever. Yeah, it's closer. The originals have an eighty-one percent. The remakes have a seventy-five. So closer, okay. but people still they like the originals better. Seventy-five still like a C, C minus. Yeah, it's a C. But yeah, C. I don't. I yeah man I I don't really understand the point of remaking these movies. Money. You're not gonna do something. Yeah, it is money. It All is entirely money. it. It which, which is stupid because I we feel are like Disney. We own everything. I feel like Disney might not need money. <laughs> oh no, they need it. They need it to go buy other studios. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty sure they're buying BET soon. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we will own everything Tyler Perry has ever done. Oh my god. <laughs> 
Hopefully they own it just so they can never make another Tyler Perry movie. Well, I think I think they're done making the Medeas. Are they? Thank God. Yeah, the Medeas funeral is the last one. I mean, he'll probably still make some sort of Jesus allegory movies. Medea back from the dead. Oh my God, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> is, that your, is that your Tyler Perry impression? That's my Medea impression. I'm not great at it. Yeah, you want to get into this? Yeah, Aladdin? let's get into it so as you had said i was kind of excited for this movie i was really looking forward to this kind of an adaptation because just thinking you know realistically taking a look at the classic movies and like what we were saying like the characters and the story itself and just like the the magical kind of feeling to the whole thing because like disney always likes to say like oh we, like you know it's such a magical experience well this one literally has magic in it mm-hmm and having like a different setting than a lot of their other movies and having more representation in terms of like different ethnicities like you actually get to see like that stuff is all really refreshing and cool and i was super excited to see how they maneuvered through this like kind of untouched terrain yeah Yeah. i think i said in the dumbo episode that aladdin is my favorite like original D- Disney movie. Yeah. One of my like, my like earliest memories, at least for like Halloween, I think my first Halloween costume that I can remember is an Aladdin costume. Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, man. I I mean, I really like this one. I think if I had to like go back and like pick only one original Disney movie to watch, I think it would be Aladdin. Ooh, that's a tough one. Cuz you know what? I love Aladdin, but I think I like the music in Jungle Book more. Yeah. Just yeah, those songs. Those songs slap, bro. They do slap. <laughs> I'm going to keep bringing that back. Aladdin's my oh, favorite. But speaking of the music, something cool, uh, the score for this movie was Alan Menken, and he did the he did the original, too. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Alan Menken has done the scores for pretty much most of your Disney classics that have come out since, like, I want to say, like, I know definitely, like, late 80s, all of the 90s and stuff. Like, he did Little Mermaid. He did, like, all that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he did anything like earlier than that because that's another thing you too. Did a beast, maybe? Probably. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Because that's another thing too. Like when you think about these movies and the Disney quote classics, some of them came out like a long ass time ago. Well, yeah. Like it's hard to Cin- tell because it's animation. Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, Alice in Wonderland. Those are all like the fifties and sixties. Yeah, Snow White. Yeah. Yeah, but like Aladdin was ninety two or ninety three or something like that. So that's actually in terms of Disney's long history. Fairly new property. Yeah. New story. But he he did a lot of the classics that we actually grew up with. I don't know if he did Lion King, so I'm not even going to say it right now. Mm-hmm. But I know Alan Menken has been with Disney for a long time. So to see that he came back and did the score for this, I thought that was really cool. And you could really hear that. The music is updated. It, the whole movie's kind of updated and more modernized, which is fine. I think modernized too much. But I'll get yeah, I'll get to that. We'll get to that because I don't think I don't think in terms of the score that was so bad. But when music becomes the centerpiece of the scene, I think there was the problem. Some of the changes they made to the musical numbers in the song, I'm kind of like maybe you shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I don't think most of the people on this movie also are like great singers. I think Naomi Naomi Scott, who plays Jasmine, Jasmine was the best. Like yeah, by far. I don't know if we're gonna talk performances and stuff like I actually really liked her a lot and I don't know anything else that she had done she was a real diamond in the rough (laughs) yeah no she honestly she's she's like a newcomer she's been in a lot of tv and like shorts for the most part the only movie that I could really think that she was in was I didn't see it. A movie called Run This Town, but I think she's oh, I, I think she's in the Charlie's Angels. Is that like a sequel to like out. one of the Step Up movies? I don't know. It sounds like it could be Step Up Six. Run This Town. Run This Town. I said the other one, Attack the Block, which is a sci-fi movie, like a few episodes oh, ago, yeah. and you're like, what is that like? A step, step Up, up movie. movie. <laughs> um, that could be a segment on its own. Like, could this be a Step Up movie? But I, I know uh, Naomi Scott is in the Charlie's Angels reboot that's coming out. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if we need that either, eh, reboot everything, right? <laughs> but no, I thought she was by far the best singer in the movie, possibly the best actor in the movie, and I thought, yeah, possibly the best actor in the movie as well. But yeah, no, the the, the music for the most part, like I have that as a pro. Yeah. I I enjoyed the music, but at the same time, it's a lot of the same thing from the last one. They just updated, it, like tweaked it. Like I knew the lyrics because I watched the original so much that I was yeah. like still enjoying it. But I definitely could tell, like, these people can't sing these songs as well as the originals. Gotta stay one step ahead of the bread line. <laughs> you know what part I hated? I steal. 
only what I can't afford. That's everything. <laughs> what did you hate? When he does the the street rat song. Yeah. And the that, way he starts one. it. Yeah. And he just goes, street rat. Yeah. Oh. Are we Riff raff. Are we rolling? Street rat. <laughs> are we rolling our sleeves up and getting down and dirty and into this right now? Uh, we can we can do it however you want. Um, These performances were so Broadway musical. Mm-hmm. I hated it. Yeah, the I have that as a note. It That's felt a... so plastic, and it it. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go off that also. Yeah, it's yes, it's the performances, but in general, it's the whole movie. Yeah, because I have written as a note. The way that they chose to design this movie literally just feels like a like a theater stage. Yes, yes, absolutely. Like everything is so shiny and polished when they're like in a scene, not like traveling. It feels like you're on a movie set. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it does. It doesn't. The place doesn't feel lived in at all. The the like the city like Agrabah yeah. when he's like going through it almost like you can see like where where like the prop buildings end almost it's so, yeah, it's dude. not good yeah dude it looks like one of those like old western cutout towns mm-hmm. where it's, it's just <laughs> flat flat walled buildings yeah it just i just says saloon <laughs> i think there was a saloon in this movie you see like a piece of wood on the back of the building holding the pla- the cardboard sign yeah <laughs> yeah pretty sure i saw a grip run through in the background too like but no it just it felt so manufactured mm-hmm. both in the performances and just the setting. And it's like, you're in a desert. Why is everything shiny and perfect? The quote unquote poor people, they don't look poor. They put like two dirty kids and then like everyone else had like nice clean robes. He's a street rat and he's, he looks like he just got like a fresh shave and a nice haircut. Yeah. And like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Everybody's it's... perfectly clean in this desert city. That was like a huge bummer for me because I was really looking. I was like, "Oh man, the world building they could do in this movie is gonna be sick." Yeah, like Cave of Wonders, uh, like you know, Agrabah. Um, Cave of Wonders, I actually liked. I thought that I thought that was cool. Well, I don't want to get into it yet, but I I had a big issue with how they set up a lot of the things in this movie. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. <laughs> you're feeling me on that. Oh, I'm very much feeling you on that. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I just I felt like all the performances were. Very theatrical, which is, yeah. not, is not necessarily a bad thing. People come from theater all the time. Yeah, um, but, but this, this felt out of place. It did. It felt like I was watching like the you know camera from a theater. Produ- like I had like the Power Rangers on Broadway on VHS. It looked like I was watching Aladdin on Broadway on VHS for this. Yeah, it really, really did. But one thing I will say, whoever they hired to play the Sultan, spot on. There were a few characters in this movie where I was like, oh my God, not only did they like nail the costume, but the actual look of the person looks a lot like the character. Yeah. And he was one of them. He was the first one. I I literally wrote Sultan is perfect. Yeah. Could not have done a better job with that casting and that costume design. Yeah. I think we went a little too far ahead and just got into it. Yeah, we did. But but I, but I did want to say this guy. Ritchie's the director on this movie. That's right. I thought that was a very strange cho- choice. Yeah, because has he ever done anything quite like this? No. <laughs> He's just more like gritty stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, I, w- I would say so. But he his, like, one, his track record isn't that great. Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, we've talked a lot, Marvel movies and stuff. A lot of times they'll bring in someone who's relatively, like, inexperienced or, like, new, but they have a vision or they have a style, and then they, like, nail it, like, yeah, you know the amount of films that you've worked on doesn't necessarily mean like that doesn't determine how good you are at making something. Yeah, absolutely. And Guy Rich- Ritchie actually has a body of work, like ten plus films. Yeah, and his and he highest, has a style. I don't know if that style fits this. And also, I would say no. And also, like his highest rated film ever is a seventy five percent. Really? He only has, I think, three films maybe four that are have, that are passing grades what, what is he what's he got well his big film is lock stock and two smoking barrels love that movie that's his highest rated mo- movie then that's Sna- only a 75 that's a 75 then snatch snatch is also amazing yeah snatch is good that's at 73 that's and then, bullshit and then his Those movies are better than that <laughs> and then his third highest film is sherlock holmes the um robert, robert Downey, Downey jr. jr one yeah, those are fine. They are they are fine. But like those are those are fair in the seventies. He's fine. got like one film that's at like five percent. 
Really? Um, yeah, his career average is, is failing. I looked it up because I was like, I'm curious because I feel like his body of work is not someone that I'm like, man, you've you've made 15 movies, you made so many movies, most of them kind of suck, but yeah, <laughs> here's all the money to make this movie. Like, yeah, right. So I th- I thought that was like strange, and then he's also a writer on it, which on this, yeah, he's a writer. There's two writers on it. It's Guy Ritchie, and then it's John August. Uh, John August has basically worked like <laughs> on like so many Tim Burton films. Yeah, that's interesting. Big Fish, the- Corpse Bride, Ch- like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Frankenweenie. I uh, almost would have assumed that they might have had a, a like a woman's voice in the writers' room on this movie. Nope. I mean, it seems like that, especially with some of the new things they've added. In it, some of the yeah. new things they added, and honestly, if I can talk about a positive, one of my favorite things about this, and one of the more intriguing things that I wish they kind of did a little bit more of in this movie, is that relationship between Jasmine and her father, and her just wanting to be Sultan, and then the whole thing of just like, well, there's never been a woman Sultan, so that's not going to happen, type thing. Kind of wish they explored a little bit more of that. Maybe if there was a woman in the writers' room. That would have been more of a focus mm-hmm. of it. And then you can kind of make it about like Jasmine's trying to make a strong case that she can lead and everything like that. And she doesn't need a prince. There's kind of that hint of that, but I feel like they didn't really attack that. And then while that's happening, that's why she's distracted and doesn't see Jafar's ploy like behind the scenes and him trying to actually usurp and take the throne, you know, falling in love with Aladdin. Like that's another part. And then you kind of have these. These three relationships, just Jasmine to the Sultan, the Sultan to Jafar, and then Aladdin to Jasmine. And you kind of keep it simple like that. Mm-hmm. Almost like a weird love triangle, but yeah. it's not really around love. It's about love for like Aladdin and Jasmine, but then it's about power behind the scenes. And then that takes kind of like, I don't know. I know what you're saying. Yeah, but but the thing that was most intriguing to me was her story. Maybe mm-hmm. it's because she was the best actor in the movie. But... I would say so. So maybe I was just like, you know what? Just show me her because she's the only one I care about right now. She has the most emotional depth throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. So maybe her and Will Smith have like the most emotion in this whole movie. So yeah. I really only cared about them. Yeah. But yeah, the cast on this, like you said earlier, they um, really did a good job bringing together a lot of ethnicities, actually not whitewashing a movie. Like, yeah. Will Smith plays the genie. That was like the big talk, mainly negative when, when it got announced. Which I'm not on that side. No, I will. I'm going to go on a rant about that in a bit. Yeah. I don't want to do it yet, but that's fine. I'm sure I can partake in that rant too. Okay. I got some notes. But yeah, no, Will Smith, he plays the genie. Mana Musad plays Aladdin. Naomi Scott is Jasmine. I made a mistake earlier. She wasn't in Run This Town. I had my notes flipped. Oh, you dirty dog. I know. But she's in the Power Rangers movie. That's oh, okay. that's actually where I know her from. She plays the Pink Ranger. Nice. Arwan Kanzari plays Jafar. Hated him. Yeah, he sucked. He's awful. <laughs> I thought I wasn't going to like him from the trailer. And then watching the movie, I was like, let's give him a chance. And then watching the movie, I was like, fuck this clown. <laughs> Hated him. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like him very much either. Uh, Nazim Pedraj, he plays... Her handmaid. Yeah, I forget her name. Was it do- do- like Dahlia or something like that? Yeah, Dahlia. But I know her from New Girl. I know her from Saturday Night Live. Oh, okay. She's great. She's really funny. This person, I his name popped up in like the opening credits, and I was like, oh, shit, he's in this movie? Like I was really excited, and he's in like two scenes. But Billy Magnuson from... Um, Ingrid Goes West. He plays yeah. Prince. I think it's Anders or something like that. Yeah. He's only he's in like, like a little scenes. side character just he, for like a I liked bit his of character. Comedic. I thought he was funny. Yeah. He's a little over the top, but I thought he was funny. I mean, everything was over the top in this movie. So what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I guess just going off of the cast right now, let's go and get into Will Smith. I, I just wanted to bring up the director because we started off with a bunch of negatives and it's his fault. I think a lot of it is his fault. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's the direction of the movie, like that's true. They didn't, yeah. they didn't get good performances out of them, out of the actors. Direction, and he co-wrote it. Yeah. So, so it's it's yeah, it's this is all on you, buddy. And and they make a lot of choices, which I'm gonna get into in changing things, the way scenes play out, the way scenes are shot that just don't work for me at all. And I, yeah. I just, I don't know. I have a feeling they don't work for a lot of people. But. Yeah, probably. But yeah, I want to let's get into the Will Smith thing because let's. I got to I got to say this. So, the trailer came out and images came out and Will Smith is is blue. Mm-hmm. And people Dabu di Dabu die. <laughs> and people lost their minds about it. Yeah. Like, oh, it looks like fucking Will Smith and he's blue. This is going to be bad this is shit. Yeah. And then and then they showed the other like I think it was on a magazine where they showed Will Smith basically just when he's playing he's the genie form. like yeah, in human form. And they're like, "Oh my god, why the fuck isn't he blue? What the hell is this yeah, shit?" People they're can't like, make up their mind. They can't make up their mind and they're Some just bullshit. shooting all over Will Smith for the genie. Like I think really the, what it is, they're just butthurt that it, it's not Robin Williams. Probably. And I mean, Will Smith was kind of in a position where he was fucked no matter what, because yeah. name 
a Disney character that's more synonymous with their voice actor. Yes, exactly. Because like if, if you're looking at like I'm trying to think of like who's another like big name actor who might have voiced a character from a I movie. Mean, uh Matthew Matthew Broderick, Broderick is, is Simba. Simba. When I think Simba, I don't think of him, obviously, because I just was like, oh, yeah, duh. Yeah. But the genie is so Robin Williams and vice versa. Like, those two are one in the same. Like, you can't separate them. And when as we were just like, I would say another one that's really iconic is James Earl Jones as Mufasa. And they and they yeah. were able to bring him back for yeah, Lion exactly, King. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, he he had the car stacked up against him. But I, I I do think that was very unfair. I think it was unfair too. And I have like a good amount of negatives with the movie. That being said, none of them, at least for me, are Will Smith. Um, I have a couple of things, but it's nothing major. Like he's not the major problem with this movie. He's one of the highlights of this movie. As I was saying before, him and Jasmine's story carry the most emotional weight, and their performances have the most emotion and depth to them i think they do a really good job and he's obviously such a charismatic actor and his performance i think is good but they they did make some changes they updated some things in the movie which we had talked about as well and they updated some things with the music and you can tell that they kind of catered to his hip-hop background and i think that also makes it feel more modern as well but it's weird because this is kind of a positive and a negative from me I like that they didn't try to make him a Robin Williams genie. This very much felt like he made the genie character his own. He tried to do something different, and he did. It didn't feel like they were just trying to copy the performance of Robin Williams because you can't do that. You never could, and I feel like that would be worse. So I'm very happy to see that they they made it unique. He made it his own. Mm Mm-hmm. I just don't like the changes, you know, like, and, and not because I'm like, I want it the way that it was. It's just, I just didn't like some of those. I didn't like that modern hip hop feel to like the songs and even his character in it. I just, it felt out of place in that world. Do you want to know what I have as one of my notes? Cause I feel like it relates to this. What? There's like a, kind of a segment in like the second act where Genie's basically giving like love advice to Aladdin. Yeah. I wrote, Oh, so this is the sequel to Hitch. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. That would be one of my wishes. (laughs) I wish this was just the sequel to Hitch. But no, I I agree that, you know, they changed the way the genie is a little bit. For the most part, though, I feel like they kept a lot of what makes the genie the genie. I mean, he's he's really like wisecracking the majority of the movie and throwing a lot of jokes out there. Like, yeah, you know, I don't I don't expect them to go off of Robin Williams jokes. I think they wanted to do something different. Especially, there were a few you know, lines in there that were pulled from the original. They pulled dialogue. Yeah, they, they, living space. Yep, yeah. They pulled dialogue and stuff, but there's a lot of jokes that they, they do update and stuff like that. I actually thought that Will Smith was my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. Like I said, he, he's definitely a highlight in this movie, and I like that it's different. I just wasn't a big fan. It's really just those things. It's You know what it is? It's It's the friend like me part of the movie that kind of like that big cgi bukkake that we all had to sit through yeah it was a little bit much mm-hmm. as I, I don't know after a certain point it was just kind of like overwhelming and i'm just it, it lost me i kind of had the reverse effect really you like that yeah well i like that i mean i'm glad it was a big spectacle because that's what everybody was expecting it was it was a spectacle the the thing that i liked is i felt like even though the genie's really in your face mm-hmm the actual pacing of the movie, I felt like it slowed once they introduced the genie because, and then they actually went into more about the characters. Whereas this is honestly, this is probably my biggest negative with the movie. Maybe not my biggest, but I, this really just pissed me off right from the get go. The beginning of this movie is a montage. (laughs) Yeah, it is. They, they play like the Arabian night scene or the song. Oh yeah. And they montage through the entire See, setup like of Agraba. They like, they I didn't montage like his version of Arabian Nights. Yeah, no, but they and they they montage the first Cave of Wonders scene where Jafarson's the guy down and he dies. They montage oh, yeah. that. They don't show you uh Jasmine sneaking out of the castle. She just kind of shows up and then they go right from the Arabian Nights song into the one jump. The bread line. <laughs> they go right but like basically they montaged over what could have been like 15 minutes of good setup for the world setup for motivations setup for character development. And they just montaged it. Yeah. And then they decided to throw in like extra moments with 
Jafar being a clown and like this romance part of it. Yeah. The movie's 40 minutes longer than the original. It's and too long. It's too long. The movie's long. way too long. And it's it seems like they decided to focus on things that weren't important. Yeah. And that's and they, they that, added some really weird stuff. Like yeah. even the whole side thing with the handmaid and genie, like do we need it? No, we don't need it. I mean, Not I at all. I thought like it was fun, but I didn't I didn't you don't think you need it, you could take it out. And you could use that time for like what you're saying like taking some of the things from the original that actually those aren't small things. Those are things like you said, like they develop your characters they give you backstory and motivation. Like why they felt like that wasn't important, but it was important to add a new character and give them a backstory that really doesn't do anything to, to progress the whole thing. Like, yeah, why you didn't need a handmaid there. I don't know if you noticed this or not. The pace was so fast in the beginning of the movie during that, scene where he's running from the guards guards. i'm just gonna say cops but yeah (laughs) did you notice how they sped up the footage yeah there was some yes bad yeah there were a lot of weird moments like that where i'm just like what what the fuck is what am i watching what am i looking at so they're like singing and the lips are like kind of syncing up but their bodies are like moving hyper fast and shit yeah and then like the camera like slows down at parts like 300 style and then goes fast again i'm like what are you doing right now like it's a little all over the place it was over the place so like the first 20 minutes of this movie not even i'm gonna say the first 10 minutes of this movie zoom through all the setup for agrabah went through what should have been all of the motivation building for jafar the setup for jasmine I would say a lot of the backstory behind Aladdin all in about 10 minutes because they just didn't spend time with it. They just montaged through it and then played you a song. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This definitely feels the most like a musical out of all of the remakes. Yeah. Because even Jungle Book, it's very spaced out. There is still those musical moments in it. Mm -hmm. It's very spaced out. This, it's just like song, 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 (laughs) song, 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 song. There's there's one song that Jasmine has. I hated that. The way like her singing's great in it. Yeah, but it feels like a Taylor Swift music video. Yeah, it's if really ridiculous. The way it's shot and everything too, and like the way it's shot drove me crazy. Awful. Oh yeah. my god. And then it, especially the second time she sings it, and when it's doing like the reprise, and mm. she's like standing up to Jafar, and like people are like fading away, and it's just like that's the part that killed me. I'm like at least the other stuff. Where it's like something like weird like that is happening, it's because the genie's doing it. So even in like Friend Like Me, there's all these like obviously like crazy over the top things, but it's because he's genie. This is just imagination. Like, it, but but it, they don't. It's shot like a fucking music video, and it feels so out of place in the middle of this movie. I think they wanted that to be like, oh, this is like this is such a like it's a, their girl power moment. But like, I thought that that I think Guy Ritchie was going for that. Like, yes, it's the girl power moment, but. From a technical standpoint, like that's a long take. I thought he was gonna be like, "This is so like cutting edge, like long take. We're gonna nail this Fucking whole thing." Idiot. And one I, thing I did like about it though is when she starts singing, she's being carried away by guards. They keep like looking at her, like, "Bitch, are you singing right now?" <laughs> <laughs> they just they just fade away, and I was like, "Yeah." I assumed right away. I was like, "Oh, so this is like a like a vision. Like she's gonna like think like this is in her head." I and don't then even it, know. And then. Yeah, but it, it was, was a very weird choice. Yeah. Another weird choice, giant parrot. Oh, that was, yeah, what the hell was, was that? Was that from the original? No. There's a number of times where I'm like, is this from the original? And I just totally missed it. Like, her song, I was like, did she have a song in the fucking first one? <laughs> I thought she just had the duet with <laughs> she, a whole she, new world. Yeah, no, she didn't have that. I guess I'll say this because you just brought it up, but the climax of the movie, they changed a lot. Yeah. I was so pissed Don't we didn't why. get a red genie. Yeah, we didn't get a red genie. We got a red Jafar big. genie. He wasn't even like red. He was just big. He was big. It was just the man, but he was large. But that's one of the coolest parts of the original is when you have like your blue genie and then you have this big like jacked like and he's red with the black hair and the fucking and he looks looks gnarly. Doesn't Jafar turn into a snake in the original also? He actually turns into a snake. Yeah. Oh, that's such a cool scene, too. That's what I was waiting for. And going into this movie, I thought that was going to look ridiculous. And the trapped then, in the hourglass, that's not in okay, it. Okay, that, that's that's a big note for me. Because like tra- being trapped in an hourglass and having like like a timer on things escalates the tension and stuff like they had a setup where it could have been a really good climax like with a lot of tension with some really cool cg effects and they just threw it all out for a giant parrot dude and the the big cobra thing is like important yeah that's that's a huge thing because that's his i think that's his last step 
before wishing to be a genie because mm-hmm. like he turns himself into the giant snake and everything and that's when aladdin tricks him it was like you don't have ultimate power because there's still always going to be somebody more powerful than you and then that's how he tricks him but yeah that's like an iconic fucking moment not only in that movie but just in like disney in general they just took it out yeah <laughs> instead he's storm <laughs> yeah he the is. x-men he's just like lightning everybody the sky is black now it's raining ha 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 fuck you agrabah his his uh performance also was super over the top i hated him i didn't like aladdin and i didn't like jafar yeah i didn't either and they're your main protagonist and antagonist mm-hmm. how are the most important characters in your movie also the worst characters in your movie direction baby <laughs> dude dude man that was the biggest bummer for me. I'm like, damn, like your B characters are better than your A characters. Yeah. I kind of thought maybe if they did it, uh, a Return of Jafar or an Aladdin of the King of Thieves eventually, like maybe. Please don't. Well, I was like, maybe because those movies aren't as beloved, maybe they could do something a little bit different. That might come out a little bit better because you're not so like attached to the source material. But after seeing how Jafar was in this movie, I'm like, no. Don't, yeah. Don't don't put me through that. I I don't want to like only shit on this movie because I do have positives. I already said that I really liked Will Smith in it. I really like yep. Naomi Scott in it. Yep. I like the music, even though it isn't as good as the original. I just don't like the performances. The performances aren't good. I think the CGI is pretty good in this though. Yeah. I think the CGI is pretty good. Maybe there's, there's some I, things I, I like felt a little inconsistent. Uh, like Abu- the Cave of Wonders, like when the lava's coming in, that looked like a video game to me. Like when the lava starts pouring in, I'm yeah. just like, that doesn't look good. I thought like Abu looked meh. Yeah. But like, I thought for the most part, like I enjoyed like Will Smith. Magic Carpet looked great. Magic Carpet looked really I good. I couldn't find any issues with it. It looked like a real carpet. Is it Raja the the, the tiger? tiger? Yeah, it looked really tiger good. Tiger looked good. I'm trying to think of a few the other. Parrot looked good even even <laughs> when they made him a giant. Giant parrot. <laughs> dinosaur parrot thing. Yeah. I And you know what though? Like the scenes that do come with the genie, and like there's a lot of like set pieces with the genie that end up being r- actual spectacles like you're, the the prince ali scene where he's going through like the scene with the parade i thought that was great yeah i thought that that I, was I, really good what i really liked about that that was an update was we got classic will smith ad libs in it <laughs> which one like you know you know how like in will smith songs he's always like haha woo oh yeah <laughs> like he was actually doing those during the song mm-hmm. this is like prince ali woo. Like, <laughs> i was like damn that's awesome i'm like i'm glad that they're just like hey will why don't you just go out there and will smith it up for us yeah <laughs> he's like gotcha scientology folks <laughs> <laughs> This this does play to our complaint about how it feels like a theater kind of. But during those set pieces when there are, is like dancing and stuff like that, actually like the choreography is pretty good in the movie. Aladdin has kind of like a dance sequence earlier in the movie or like kind of in the, towards the middle. In the of middle, it, but, yeah. But yeah, like I'm I was trying to impress. I like that. I, I, I really like the parade sequence, though. I thought that was great. It was really cool. Yeah. None of my pros to this movie are the story. <laughs> yeah. And that's like, you're, you know, that's like so much of your movie i think that's the biggest problem with this movie is there are good things in it but those good things weigh a lot less than the bad things yeah and your or, most important stuff is what sucks and the little things are what's good yeah i was gonna say also or the good things are things that already existed in other movies and they're not as good yeah yeah i feel you on that actually like i've shit on this movie a lot so far i don't know how how, how did you feel leaving the theater because I actually left the theater kind of being like, well, I didn't love that movie. I didn't hate it. Yeah, that was me too. I, You, you know how I felt? Uh, there's a line. I think I texted this to you. There's a line in A Whole New World where he goes, hold your breath. It gets better. <laughs> Don't hold your breath. <laughs> yeah, you did tell me that. It doesn't get, it doesn't get better. It doesn't get better. It, it, this movie peaks like mid-act two. And yes. then it's a steady decline. It's not like it's not like how we were talking about Detective Pikachu like a week or two ago, where its third act comes and it's completely off the rails terrible. Mm-hmm. I just think that it just had a steady decline until it, you know, reached its Yeah. Reached its bottom. I thought it started off really bad. I thought it climbed up by the when they get to the Cave of Wonders, I was I was like, okay. We got out of that. We're out of the shit. We're doing, we're, yeah. we're back on track. Here, here it goes now. This and is then, the story really starts. Yeah. And then I actually, I enjoyed a good, I enjoyed pretty much the whole second act, but I would say the movie's two hours and 10 minutes. I probably enjoyed about an hour of that middle section 
like thoroughly. I was like, I think that's yeah, that's fine. And then and then I th- just think that the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie are bad. And it's too long. It, it is too long. And I don't know, like nothing in this movie is better than the original, like we've said already. Yeah, nothing. And uh, there's just a lot of like like the performances are bad throughout. There's just things I can tolerate more in the second act and stuff that are I'm like, okay, I'm not I'm not sitting here like checking my clock you know my watch every couple minutes yeah but is this really for kids this doesn't feel like a kids movie i don't feel like i could bring a kid to this movie and there were a ton of kids in the theater like i was saying earlier in this episode these remakes don't feel like they're for kids i think if they went with the cobra it would be over (laughs) like definitely kids but i don't know like there's songs and it's pretty but like there's also like some pretty intense stuff and and you're still watching adults in a love story. Like it doesn't feel like kids are really gonna connect to this. Not yeah. like little little kids. Maybe if you're like twelve, thirteen, like at that that age, maybe you can kind of like understand it and respect it a little bit more. But like little kids, five, six year olds, like this movie's not for them. Same thing with Dumbo. That's not for fucking kids. Who are these movies for? <laughs> I guess kids or parents who are just like, no, I don't want to watch that old 2D shit. Like, it's all about 3D now. Because yeah, unfortunately, that's like, what minions are for. I know. I was going to say, <laughs> unfortunately, there are those people. Like, it's the same thing with like video games. Like, people are like, oh, I don't want to go play like an old video game anymore. Like, it's all about like the next gen shit. Or like, yeah, I don't want to go back and watch like some really like, like, I don't want to go back and watch, uh, Gone with the Wind or some like classic just yeah. because it's like, it's old. It you feels know, old. Yeah. It looks like, old. Like, there's people that are like that. I think they want to update it. But as you said at the beginning of the episode, I feel like the the main factor behind making these movies is just money. Yeah. And they know people are going to go anyways. Yep. But honestly, if you're listening to this, don't bring your kids to these movies. <laughs> I, I don't feel like, not that they're inappropriate, but I just don't feel like kids are really going to be interested, like, at no point during the movie did I hear any of these kids be like, whoa, or like, that's so cool, or really have any sort of reaction to it. Like, I've been going to a lot of kids' movies now with Logan, mm-hmm. and I'm in those theaters, and like, I can hear kids reacting. I didn't hear anybody react to this, and I was in a packed theater opening day, and it was, I would say, at least 50% children in the theater, and they kept getting up. Like, they just weren't caring. There was a kid sleeping. three seats away from me just sleeping i was actually gonna ask you what your theater experience was because i had a ridiculous theater experience really why me and brianna sat in the furthest row back yeah um so we could kind of so you can get the fuck out of there because it was awful we could we could oversee everything now we were that was the only seats that are available um (laughs) but it was it was sold out the row in front of us though the row in front of us had a family I think some of them had to sit in the front row. Some of them had to sit in that row. Yeah. So they were trying to like sit together until people came. We were one of those people. Like we showed up and then, cause I think they were trying to sit like right behind them. Yeah. So we kicked them out of their seats. Then they went nice. there, but, but they had like a, no joke, like an actual newborn baby with them. Jesus. Yeah. And why and, uh, would you do that? Yeah. And so they, they were like up and down the whole movie, like talking to each other, super annoying. Uh, yeah, there there was a, a mom and her son. They went to the bathroom like six times during the movie. So you said that like, uh, no kid has to pee that much. <laughs> yeah, My son's a three year old. He pees maybe once during a movie. I've only had to change his diaper once during a movie. That's ho- it. Hopefully it was a shitty one. <laughs> yeah, it was ugly dolls. <laughs> Thank God. And I did it in the theater. I just like flipped up the thing and like laid it back. I'm like, I don't give a shit. shit. <laughs> changing you here. Like we got like the, the diaper pad changing thing. It's like just this little fucking thing you put down and you put under them just so they're not like getting germy or whatever. Yeah. I'm just but, like, I'm changing you right here, man. There's like nobody else in this theater anyways. But you said you're like, are these for kids? The people right next to them yeah. were a group of guys in their 20s literally vaping during the movie that's amazing <laughs> i was just like i was like are you fucking kidding me because they're just blowing smoke up into the sky and like it's like, like it's the genies <laughs> magic poofing and then the row in front 4D of the experience the row in front of them was actually like kids it seemed like probably like late elementary school early middle school yeah and they were very into it they were like clapping and shit they were like wow really into this movie yeah nobody in my theater but, really seemed impressed but literally, I had a family that was probably pissed off because they had to go back and forth and change this newborn's like diaper, diaper the like the whole time. A bunch Why'd of you like bring him to the movies. I didn't start bringing Logan to the movies until basically now, and he's almost three. Yeah, I waited three years to bring this kid to a movie, <laughs> and a bunch of 
bunch of elementary school kids flipping out, and then a bunch of twenty-year-old dudes vaping. vaping. That's awesome. <laughs> so. That's that's what you get for going to the theater that we go to. I, you know what it was? I went on a Tuesday, and I think I I was like, oh, it's like cheap ticket day. You get all the people that are just scums. <laughs> <laughs> Can't afford the A list. You broke bitch. I was sitting there, and I was like, this isn't. I was actually getting annoyed. I was yeah. Like, Thank God it wasn't like an Avengers or something I was really looking forward to. Yeah, lose your mind. Yeah. That's great. That's great. I want to know something, buddy. What do you want to know, buddy? I want to know tomato, tomato. The tomato and the tomato. Mm-hmm. I can show you a tomato. Then I want to hear tomato. Tomato, the critic score is 57%. Oh, <laughs> that's not real good. It's not real good. <laughs> I think that score is rotten. But the audience score is a 94. <laughs> Whoa, that's great. It works with the rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I'm giving it tomato. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving it a tomato? Yeah, I'm tomato. What's, what's I, your... I think it's I think it's higher, higher than what the score that they gave. Yeah, it's 57 to 94, in case you couldn't understand it through all that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just repeat it for the people who didn't want to hear us say <laughs> who hit the skip 30 on the podcast because they're like, are they singing again? What the fuck? Uh I gave it a C minus. Oh, damn. Yeah, because I think I felt the same way you did because I don't know if I actually even answered you and you were like, yeah, I don't know how you felt when you were leaving the theater, but I didn't hate this. Definitely didn't love it. I think there was more that I liked about this movie than Than Dumbo. Dumbo, Yeah, for sure. I like this a lot better than Dumbo. I like this better than the Alice in Wonderland sequel. I like this better than... I like this better than Christopher Robin also. I didn't like like that very much at all. This is... Mm, you said there's eight of these movies. Is this number nine? No, this is number eight. This is number eight. I'd say this is either fourth pick for me or maybe even like third. It, it's not a really stacked deck anyways. There's not a lot of good movies that it's going up against. So yeah. even saying it's number three, it's not saying much. I would give this like a 70. It's not that much higher than what the uh, the critic score is. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'll give it a little bit more credit than in the D range. I'm surprised that you gave this a C minus. What's your what's your tomato? Tomato, you didn't tell me, did you? I didn't, but I was just about to say okay. I'm tomato also. Okay. And I'm also C minus. Oh wow. Yeah. And I was surprised though be just because I was like, I knew you didn't like it. Yeah. And I don't know. We I mean we were just making fun of it all <laughs> and stuff like that. But like I think it's easy to make fun of, but there is good in this movie yeah i i There's actually know great in this movie yeah there is i said to brianna i was like because i she saw me like putting in all the new movies i've seen and like rating them the other night on my phone yeah and i said i was like i'm giving a lot in a c minus i was like i have a feeling that sky's gonna be like a d though at best yeah so I, I was yeah i'm a little surprised no because honestly like there were moments where i'm watching it and i'm like man this actually is still really good like when the genie is freed, I knew it was going to happen. That scene, though, is still like, it's impactful. It's still really like emotional. And it's yeah. 100% Will Smith's performance because fuck Aladdin. He's just a piece of cardboard. He's a cardboard <laughs> cut out of the fucking character just standing there letting Will Smith act off of him. Mm-hmm. But Will Smith's performance in that scene, too, I'm like, this is like getting me. Like, this is really good. Mm-hmm. So, but leaving the theater, I was like, I definitely didn't love that. But I didn't hate it. There, I've definitely seen worse movies in the last few months. Yeah, it was funny. Brianna was like, "That wasn't the worst movie we've seen together." But that's because we've seen we like saw the Meg together and shit. Like, we saw some <laughs> bad ones. You set her up. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, like I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, it's too long. The yeah. pacing is all out of whack. They choose to focus on things that are not important. They choose to neglect things that are important. And the performances are some of them are, are good. But most of them are not. <laughs> yeah, it's how, uh, is how it is. And honestly, honestly, like I think a lot of me enjoying the movie is just because I really like the story yeah. and I like the music for it. It's a lot of like I like it so much, based on how good Aladdin is, that it would have had to have been god awful for me to actually hate it. Yeah, Guy Ritchie's almost like getting by on this review right now, just because he's making a movie out of off something that has really good source material. Yeah, and he fucked up a lot, but. The source material is good enough to at least keep it at like a decent grade for me. Um, yeah. I really, I really like Will Smith. I like the CGI. I don't want a sequel. 
I don't I, want them to do I, anything else with this. Yeah. One is enough. One and done. I think just move it along. Yeah. I think the comedy's pretty good. Um, yeah, it's fine. CGI. Music's good. Yeah, that's that's pretty C-. much minus. C minus. I think that's a perfect score for it. It's a little bit higher than the audience. It's definitely not as good as what... 94 is insanity. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, I think I, I said audience. I meant critics. Like, a little better than what the critics said. It's definitely not what the audience is saying. I think a lot of that audience score... I have actually been looking at the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, like, seeing what people are writing. When you look at the audience reviews, it's the dumbest shit. It's all <laughs> stuff like, I had a good time. The kids loved it. <laughs> or, or, or half the time it's like five stars i can't wait to see this movie you haven't even seen it yet but you're giving it five stars did you see the new thing that ron tomatoes is doing you gotta like prove your ticket or whatever yeah, it's smart yeah I, I like that i'm fine with that because yeah. guess what i got tickets galore i got yeah. a whole fucking drawer full of tickets i'll show you all my stubs but I've that, seen everything that prevents people from tanking the movie which is good i mean honestly people don't even look at the audience score just look at the critic score yeah, but it's also important to read those reviews too because you might see what some critics are saying is a negative, and you might look at it and be like, "That that's because you didn't get it." Yeah, because sometimes I've seen like the critics' reviews, and they're just like, like in Infinity War, they're just like, "It didn't make any sense. It's convoluted. Like I don't even know why I'm supposed to care about some of these characters." And you go, "Oh, because you haven't been watching the past eleven years of movies. <laughs> yeah. That's why. Because they didn't do it in that movie. They did it in all of the other movies. So you're missing pieces of a bigger puzzle. Oh, yeah. Which is, I guess, a problem in that movie because you didn't make it open for like everybody to come in and enjoy it. But you also got to see like through those critics' eyes because they might be giving low scores on a movie, and then you read why they gave that low score. And if that's something that doesn't bother you then you shouldn't be put off by the score. Yeah. Basically, do your research. Don't let scores tell you to go see a movie or not. Let us tell you. <laughs> you can wait for this to come out on DVD, I think. Yeah, I think so. Or if at least if you do care about Aladdin, you really love Aladdin and stuff, it is cool seeing it on the big screen because of those big extravagant like musical numbers and stuff like that. But don't go expecting like a great story. Go because you love Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah. <laughs> People who love theater will love this movie. And we hope that you loved this episode, you people listening. Not you people. That's not what I'm trying to say. Ooh, why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> but you guys listening, we do we do appreciate it. But find us on social media at Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Hit us up on Instagram. Rate, review, subscribe, all that. Tell your friends. And until then, you can suck it, losers. One jump. One <laughs> jump ahead of the bread line. <laughs> I steal everything. <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> they call me street rat. I gotta get out of my hometown. <laughs> Agrabah. Agrabah. Where are you? <laughs> I'm in Agrabah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I could show you a film full of CGI bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Save your money. You could skip it. And watch a better animated movie. (laughs) (laughs) A whole new turd. Disney pushed out to steal your money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Don't call it a cash grab. No one can tell us no, because we have a monopoly. (laughs) (laughs) We own everything. (laughs) We should do the whole episode, like, in Aladdin musical form.